Welcome to Life on the Bright Side. Time to make your soul happy. What brings you joy? Let's talk a little bit more about that in today's podcast. I'll be touching on some things that I am doing in the month of September. What do you do in September as the colors change, as the scene changes in nature, as the clothing changes in many regions? Sometimes you live in the Southern Hemisphere and this is spring, so it's a new awakening with new colors and new opportunities. Do you ever think about that? We in the Northern Hemisphere are going into the autumnal equinox time of year. And as we change, we have new opportunities to explore new things that we have put away during the summer months when it was too hot or we were too busy. So let's take a look at our schedules for the year and trying to schedule some joy. Hey everybody, welcome to Life on the Bright Side. My last podcast, I said, see you in September. It is now the end of September. I have so much to tell you about the month of August, which was my social media detox, we'll put it that way. I think that it has inspired me to do a workshop on living 24-6, maybe dedicating a day per week to getting off your phone, to closing that laptop, to putting away the iPad or the tablet, and just living your life. We don't even remember what that's like. If you are young enough to remember the time before cellular phones. How about cordless phones? (laughs) We used to walk out the front door, look for our friends to play with in the street sometimes, or in the meadow, or in an empty lot, and have fun, make up games bring games to share with one another, create things out of what we found in nature. I know at one point when I was a kid, we used to put on puppet shows for each other. One of my friends had a backyard with a raised patio. So we considered that the stage and we sat below or we invited our family members who happened to be lucky enough to be at home on an afternoon to come and see us perform. The things that we learned. Okay, thumbs up, thumbs down. They were literally the thumbs up, thumbs down with appreciation from friends who would tell us immediately, I like that, I don't like that. People who, um, (laughs) I remember kids, when you're hanging out with boys and girls, the boys were a little more rambunctious. Sometimes they would kick you (laughs) if they didn't like something that you said or did. We would talk about TV shows that we were going to watch. And the fun part about it was that the cartoons were on Saturday morning. So we couldn't wait to get up on a Saturday morning and watch our cartoons. And then we went about our day and did the things that we wanted to do. There was no real agenda unless you were a part of a course or a class to karate or ballet or something like that. We were not overscheduled unless we wanted to be. A lot of times we helped with dinner. 
more often than not, uh, my mom and dad, who were both great cooks, I can tell you, uh, my dad was in charge of Saturdays or Sundays, and he made pancakes that were the biggest things. They were as big as the plate. It was amazing. I marveled at his skill in those types of things. And my mother, she did the day-to-day cooking, did not receive as many accolades. However, how did she pull it off with one grocery shopping trip? Going down that list, I remember her ticking the things off in her head saying, milk, bread, butter, and eggs. Those were the staples, had to get those. Then it was cookies, candies, cakes, and pies. And I'm not kidding. My mother was as thin as a rail most of her life, but she always had to have her sweet treats. My sister and I were talking the other day. Uh, We went away for a week to the family cabin up in the mountains, six hours away. So we have a lot of time to sit and talk by the fire, which is beautiful time to unplug. Let me tell you, having a week to unplug was extra special. But my sister and I were talking about regrets with our parents because they sat around the fire with us for so many years and we were blessed to have them. But my sister talked about she had a sweet tooth when she was little and she was a, we used to call her the mouse because she never made any noise when she was trying to get something that she wanted. And she said, I knew exactly where mommy had hidden her special cookies. And they were, I think my sister said they were called ideal peanut butter chocolate cookies. And there were long thin bars that were crunchy cookies. And my mother craved them as much as my sister apparently, because my sister would eat them before my mother even got to them. She would find, I can just only imagine as a parent now, sitting there for my tea and my late night snack reaching into the package and finding it empty once again. (laughs) So those kinds of memories that come flooding back are extra special because we are able to giggle a little bit and relate so much as older people. I know that as I sit here, I think about the importance of connecting with my family, with my friends, And today I am going to visit a group of new friends that I've met through yoga classes and through traveling to Italy and Greece. We are going to be making vision boards. Vision boards are so much fun. You can make them more than once in life and set your intention. Have you ever made a vision board? If you have, I would love to hear about it we were asked to bring a picture of ourselves when we felt very happy and healthy. And thanks to technology, I am not able to print anything with my phone right now. I'm going to try it with my my computer and see if that will work. That might be a possibility. For some reason, my printer does not recognize me. Don't know why. But I think what's important is that you live your dreams. What makes your life brighter? What puts things on the bright side when you schedule that joy? I just most recently did a workshop called Schedule Your Joy on our Facebook private page. And I'm looking to do an extension of that and talk more and show you how to live 24-6. Maybe dedicate a day, maybe even 12 hours, six hours a week to turning off your phone. 
stopping and living your life breath by breath and being present in the moment. It's so important. Hi, Kai. How are you? Are you having some Pop-Tarts? Yeah. Good. I'm going to get you a bottle of water. How's that? Yeah. Would you like that? Okay. So Kyle is sitting down here having his Pop-Tart breakfast. He's very excited because I just told him that it's Sunday and he can do whatever he wants. So he decided that he's going to lay on the couch and do nothing. (laughs) And for him, social media is looking up things on YouTube. I am pouring water for him in his little water bottle here. Um, He likes to look up the names of movies and look at the movie logos, watch them um, from the openings of films and compare them one to the other. That gives him great joy. So he could look in a flash at a movie logo from any era and tell you what movie it goes to and possibly what year as well. And I find that fascinating. Yes, you like your water, huh? Yes. So as I sit here thinking about the idea, climbing up the stairs, my exercise for the day, I have to think clearly about what my vision is for say the coming year the next few months and I think top of the list is going to be self-care because that sounds like a drum that I'm constantly beating but it's something that we forget about even when I was on my trip with my son and my brother and sister at the cabin where all we basically do is eat sit by the fire enjoy enjoying nature riding our bikes, going on hikes, climbing the hills, putting our toes in the creek, kayaking, what have you. Talking is the most important thing that we do. It's so healing. It's so life-affirming to talk to your siblings. We don't sit down and take the time to do this. We're always in a hurry, aren't we? We don't think about how important it is to look each other in the eyes and just enjoy each other's company. We play music that we love. We talk about things that we did as kids. My brother is a builder. He's a creator. He's an artisan. He can do anything with wood. So invariably, he has a project every time he comes up to the cabin to create, to pre-create sometimes through visions in his head of what he wants to do. And I find that master craft artisan trait is just so special, knowing that he has the ability to make things out of nothing that was there before, out of nature a lot of the time. He doesn't think of it as genius, but I do. I see his end result. And every single time, because he is such a perfectionist, it is spectacular. He did my kitchen. He's made me cabinets before. He's made wooden boxes for us. Let's see, what can I make? (laughs) I make podcasts. (laughs) And I like to teach people about self-care, about the importance of being good to yourself so that you can be good to others. I found that finding that open heart aspect of who we are has helped me to be kinder to other people 
to be more compassionate towards myself because I can be rather impatient with myself thinking, I'm not getting the results that I wanted. Why isn't this happening faster? And the message I get over and over again is to slow down and enjoy the ride because everything happens when it's supposed to happen. And I know that I've mentioned it before in my podcast, but I think my symbol for this year has been the turtle. And terrapins uh, have been a big part of my summer because Kyle and I spent the summer rescuing turtles when they were crossing the street across the bay where we live to stop them from getting run over. So we rescued quite a few this year. Unfortunately, we had to take care of the remains of a couple of them as well. And that was really, 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 really hard. But the part that I think is important is that the, that symbol of the turtle has taught me to take things slower, at a slower pace, stop and enjoy the ride. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do right now. Yesterday, I took my son to an open house for, um, it's called Hearts, the Riding Center for Therapeutic Riding for Special Needs Children and Adults. My son's going to be signing up to be riding on a horse weekly. And hippotherapy is one of the most effective ways to connect with people who are harder to connect with sometimes. Sometimes it's speech issues, sometimes it's developmental issues. My son, when he was, oh my goodness, I think he was about six years old, I took him to ride on a horse at a therapeutic riding center. And the lesson involves grooming the horse first, putting on the saddle, learning about the parts, and probably about 15 minutes into it, he was livid and wanted to go home. So he, at that point, he did not say very many words. What ended up happening was he started to tantrum. And we were so close to the very end and getting him on the actual horse for the first time, which is what he really wanted. What ended up happening? Well, I was at the point where we were going to put the helmet on his head. Next thing you know, <laughs> he's squealing and flailing and I put him on the saddle and I just put him on the saddle, just put him on the saddle and I did. He stopped. It was like we had turned off a switch. It was absolutely amazing. What ended up potentially to be another crazy day where we just went home and said, okay, check that one off the list. We're not going to be doing horseback riding, turned into an incredible miracle. I saw him not only stop crying, but he held up straight the reins, sat in the saddle, and he, they took him off on his walk. I walked to the side and I observed a true miracle. My son was strolling along with his helpers alongside him, sitting up straight in the saddle. And I was sobbing uncontrollably. And they looked over at me and said, is everything okay? And I said, is everything okay? Are you kidding me? And I said, yeah, what's the matter? And I said, my son is singing, Oh, What a Beautiful Morning from Oklahoma. And if you know the song and you know the film, you will remember that 
the main character, Curly, opens the film. Sitting astride a horse, singing, Oh, what a beautiful morning. It is one of my favorite pieces to watch. And my son collects videos. One of his favorite videos is Oklahoma. So he made the correlation between his films and real life, being on a horse. And suddenly, I guess he thought that every time you get on a horse, you need to sing. So therefore he picked the perfect song. <laughs> he sang the first verse. And the thing is that he doesn't, or at that point when he was six years old, didn't know how to put together sentences, but he could sing those words so clearly and so beautifully. Knowing that we can find our connection to what is important, making those connections, we have to keep trying things until they work, till they click. So just like with the vision board, I'm going to keep trying to find those things that bring me joy. And then, as I am doing with my own son, make them a part of my routine. The one that I've discovered recently is trying tech-free time in my day, in my week, or planning a weekly routine of no tech time and letting people know this is the time. Because we used to do it years ago with the Sabbath. People celebrated and they did not do anything in a lot of religions and cultures. So let's think about this a little bit more and I'll be setting up another workshop and I'd love to invite you to join us. Until that time comes, I wish you a wonderful day and don't forget to live your life on the bright side. I hope you're doing well and I hope this end of September brings about beautiful changes, color in your life. And when October comes, we'll talk some more. Take care.